Welcome to the Avail Leadership Podcast, where our goal is to help you take your leadership to the next level. My name is Virgil Sierra, and today we're jumping into a conversation with Bishop Courtney McBath about his newest book, Living at the Next Level, Leader's Edition. Lean in as Courtney shares some great advice as to how to go from frustration to fulfillment, and not only how to get to the next level, but how to stay there. Let's get started. Right now, without further ado, it's time to connect with the man of the hour. Uh, Bishop Courtney McBath serves as the senior pastor of Calvary Revival Church in Norfolk, Virginia. He also leads Calvary Leadership Network, CLN, which is uh, an umbrella organization for leaders in the U.S. and abroad. Uh, Bishop Courtney is also an amazing author and conference speaker. He is a blessing. He is a leader of leaders and a father to so many pastors and leaders. I am honored and blessed to have Bishop Courtney McBath as a friend in my life, as well as his wife, Janine, as a friend to me and my wife. And and I just want to say this, Bishop Courtney McBath is a blessing wherever he shows up. So Bishop Courtney, we're so excited to connect with you today on this live call. How are you feeling, sir? I am great, Virgil. I'm just happy to be with you and uh, just couldn't think of a better place to be on a Tuesday afternoon than hanging out with you and talking about the book and talking about our our wonderful love for Avail and all the great things that Avail is doing to establish uh, resources, leadership resources for leaders around the world globally. And I'm excited as you are to be connected to Avail and to its purpose and uh, happy to be able to have a little time to chat with you about the about the book. Yes, sir. And I just, I will mention, Bishop Courtney, we were just talking about it off the air a few moments ago. It was about almost a year ago that we were in Puerto Rico at a pastor's retreat with Dr. Sam Chand and amazing things that happened there. And I would say that even this is just kind of an extended fruit of when leaders and pastors come together. I, I love that. What do you think about that? I think it's amazing because, you know, you're right. We Janine and I met you in just lane there in Puerto Rico, and we became friends there. And we've been connected ever since. You guys can't get rid of me. That's what happens when you get connected with old guys, you know, that are leaders. They just don't let you, especially if they see somebody like you and your wife that has great potential. We just ain't letting you go. We're just going to try to hang on to you. And so that way, when we get older, we have somewhere to go preach. And and especially where you are, man, we can go somewhere and preach where it's warm and in two languages. You just can't beat it, brother. <laughs> you know what? The truth is the opposite. We're the ones holding on to you, but that's okay. We'll We'll, we'll, I'll let you believe what you'll you let like. me win on that one. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to just take advantage and address some of the people. We got Janelle, we got Elena, uh, we got Derek, we got Jack, we got different people from different parts of the country. So excited to have you here. Now, Bishop Courtney, this is a great opportunity for people to get to know you a little bit more and also the heart behind living at the next level. Can you just take a few moments sharing a little bit about your journey and specifically the story behind living at the next level leaders edition? Well, you know what I'll do, Virgil? I'll give you the 50,000 foot level and then you can you can make me go into as much detail as you'd like. I like that. Um, I'm a kid uh, uh, raised in East Tennessee, gave my heart to Jesus as an eight year old. Um, my first opportunity to share the gospel was when I got home from church 
on a, the, the third Sunday of August, 1968, I was eight going on nine. And when I got home and I was telling my mom about my experience and all, she said, you need to go tell your grandmother what you just did. And so my grandmother lived next door to us. Of course, next door, when you're in the country, that means you run down a hill through a valley, then up a hill. So I ran down a hill, uh, through the valley, and then up a hill to my grandmother's house and told her that I'd asked Jesus to take over my life and he'd, be, he'd become my savior. And I just kind of been running for him ever since, up and down mountains and through valleys and wherever I can to tell people about his love. And uh, that's kind of how I started. Around 13, I started preaching. And uh, it became official when I was 17. I was a freshman at MIT. I was with my spiritual father, Bishop Gideon Thompson. Uh, we were then at a, we were a Church of God guys, and we later would start a new church uh, called New Covenant that would eventually become Jubilee Christian Center. My little brother, Matt Thompson, is the pastor now. So I spent my younger years from 17 to 24 uh, in Boston. Best thing ever happened to me. I, I met my wife there as a as a kid. I met my wife, Janine, and she finally married me. She finally <laughs> said yes. And uh, so I so, so got married, had my first two kids there, and then came back home to Tennessee, and then God sent us to Norfolk, Virginia. And we've been in Norfolk, Virginia for the last 31 years, leading Calvary Revival Church and uh, also leading uh, what is now Calvary Leaders Network and also helping to lead Virginia Bible College as well. And uh, so it's been quite a journey uh, for me as a leader. And I've, uh, I'm, I'm an engine, trained engineer um, turned pastor. And uh, <laughs> so so I'm now interested in the process of I, I was in the process of, of manufacturing plants. Now I'm in the process of making disciples. And uh, and I love it. And 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 the book kind of came out of that virtual. You know, I wrote the book, the first edition Back in 2008, I was preaching at a church, Trinity Baptist Church in London, England, a church which was, while in London, was pastored, and most of the members were from Ghana. So there were Ghanaians who had moved to London, started a church, a growing, powerful church, and I have got asked to preach, and the Lord gave me a word from Acts 12 about Peter, and, and the Lord spoke to my heart. He said, Tell my people to stop trying to get to the next level and recognize that I've already brought them there. They just need to learn how to live at mm. that next level. So hence the book Living at the Next Level, not breaking through to the next level, not escaping to the next level, uh, but living at the next level. And so, so now the fun part now is some 12 years later to come back and just tweak it some, rewrite it some, and make it designed so that leaders understand that the fundamental piece of leadership is in their relationship with God. That's the next level. And how do I, how do I operate in that place? And so the book helps with that. The new edition also adds a study guide and master classes and videos and all that I didn't have the first time. And I'm really excited about that. So that's, that's kind of where I came from, kind of where the book came from. And, uh, and we're, we're excited about the book helping people in their journey. 
I love that. I love that. I want to just mention, uh, Bishop, before we continue, for those of you that are here in the live call, um, you can use the Q&A tab, uh, the Q&A button, if you want to send a question to Bishop Courtney. If we have an opportunity to get some of those questions throughout this uh, live call, we will do so because we are live right now. So uh, uh, this is your opportunity. As you're hearing the conversation going, if the, uh, a question kind of sparks in your mind or in your heart, you can send it into the Q&A. Um, Bishop, let, let's just get into this. Okay, let's get into it. First of all, I love the book. It looks great. Congratulations. Uh, Living at the Next Level, Leaders Edition. The reason I think this is valuable for me personally is because I know you as a leader, as a pastor, and I admire what God has done to this point, but I admire you more the heart and the passion that you have moving forward and pouring into other leaders and pastors. Why, why don't you why don't you talk a little bit, uh, Bishop, about what does it really mean to live in the next level? I mean, I mean, we all have an idea, we all have this concept. And even like you said, I think people are might live their whole life in this constant wanting to get there, not realizing maybe they've arrived. Uh, unpack that for us a little. Well, you know, here's I think the fundamental piece, particularly for those of us who live in the Western Hemisphere. And now, of course, much of our philosophies now are taking over the rest of the world, too. And because everything for us can be at times fundamentally material, it's very easy for us to begin to examine our Christian life by what we can accumulate, what we have, or how comfortable our lives are. Hmm. So it would make sense that for us, that we would determine the next level is a new this or a new that or this happening for me or this opportunity, because that tends to be how we analyze life. And so we then superimpose our ideas about life onto God's word. And then we kind of make it say, what we want it to say. Uh, and, uh, and and then when it doesn't happen, we get disappointed. But what's happened is we're, we're making it say something that it never, that it never said. Now, yes, I believe that God prospers us. I believe God heals us. I believe God wants us to have healthy relationships. But I also believe that when Peter landed in that jail in Acts 12, he, it was not because he wasn't at the next level. Peter didn't need more faith. That wasn't why he was in this place of limitations. Uh, he didn't need to repent of sin. Mm. No, 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 no. Even while he's in prison, he's living at the next level because he has the kind of relationship with God that can see you through. He's God's with us before the place of limitation. He's with us in the place of limitation. Mm. And he'll bring us out of that place of limitation as well. But he's our friend the whole time, before, during, and after. So I'm not waiting for that. I already have that. Now I just got to figure out how do I operate in that every day. I love that. You know, um, I have Annette here who put a question in the Q&A chat, Bishop. How do you know when you are living at the next level? Like, like, are there signs or how can we measure this? How can we know I'm, I'm there? You know, what are some signs? Well, the first thing is that we remember that according to scripture, the just live by their faith. And we recognize that we have become the friends of God, just like Romans 3 teaches us about Abraham. We have become that not by works, but by his righteousness, by his righteousness, mm -hmm. not our own. Under the old covenant, they were trying to achieve righteousness by their behaving. 
Under this covenant, we achieve righteous by our believing. And so the next level is when I come to faith in Christ, I am at the next level. What I've often told people, and this may help the person who asked the question, is that some of the signs that we see that we think say we're not there actually say we are there. (laughs) Here's an example. The promised land was the next level for the Israelites. Giants show up in the promised land. The giants were a literal signpost that says you have now entered the promised land. For us, we often, when we run into a giant of bankruptcy or a giant of divorce or a giant of COVID-19, a giant of, of social injustice, we think, oh my God, I'm in the wilderness. Well, the truth is there are no giants in the wilderness. All the giants live in the promised land. And for every giant that you see, it's a sign. I have now entered into the promised land. That's the greatest sign is that giants show up there. Prisons show up there. Places of limitations show up there in my promised land. Um, And that's the journey we talk about in living at the next level. Yeah. Uh, It sounds like it sounds like. See, I was expecting getting to the next level is going to be easy. Bishop, like it's going to be smooth, like no, it, no problems, no obstacles. It sounds like sometimes part of getting the next level is we got to fight through some of that, huh? Getting there is easy. Uh-huh. Staying there is really, really tough. People used to say, oh my God, you got into MIT. I said, getting in was hard. Getting out with a degree is much <laughs> harder. So, so the truth is we're in by grace, we're in. He brings us into that That's so that good. level because now we have friendship with him. Mm-hmm. But living there, prospering there, just like when the Israelites went into the promised land, man, they got in there. They walked across the Jordan. For, it was a miracle that brought them in. But boy, once they got in, they had giants to contend with mm-hmm. and now houses and gardens and things that they never had to deal with before, uh, all kinds of wild beasts and all kind of good stuff in that promised land. So you just can't, you can't let the obstacles make you think that you're not there because that's exactly what the enemy wants you to think is <laughs> he wants to convince you you're not there because of obstacles. But when you see an obstacle, say, oh, I must be here because there's a giant and there were no giants in the wilderness. I like, I like, it. all right. I want to take a moment. I want to do a little pause here. Everybody in the chat, no matter where you are, if you're on the Zoom live call, if you're in Facebook, put a pause right now. And I want you to write in the chat, staying at the next level staying there because it's bishop corny just said it getting there is easy but staying at the next level that's the key somebody put their staying there staying at the next level i want to acknowledge bishop there's some people connected on facebook including uh oscar from the netherlands uh including uh monica from kenya we got people internationally connected here in addition to all parts uh, of the United States of America. We have Preston from South Africa as well. Um, wow. so, so we're in this, everybody who's connecting maybe recently, uh, we are talking about Bishop Courtney McBath's new book, Living at the Next Level, Leaders Edition. He's talking us through this. And one of the biggest things we're talking about right now, Bishop, is that it's not just getting there. The key is staying there. Now, I know there's something, uh, I think it's maybe chapter two or so, where you talk a lot about friendship, the journey of friendship and how important, uh, beginning with our friendship with God and how that should pour into maybe the people around us. Yes. Yes. Because really, I think the missing element sometimes for our 
life at the next level is the fact that it's this relationship that we have with God that we do not deserve, that we have this relationship that really becomes fundamental in this life at the next level. And so rather than me judging how well I'm doing at the next level based upon my bank account or what I drive or what I wear or what I live in, I judge that based upon how well is my friendship with God going? How's that, how's that working out for you, that friendship with God? How's that going for you? That's the question I have to ask myself because when that is not where it ought to be, then the other things, and this is, I know Virgil, this is like Christianity 101. But what I figured out after 31 years of pastoring and 53 years of serving Jesus, that it ain't the complicated stuff that gets people. It's the fundamental stuff that's, that's right. where the enemy gets us. It's a, and so I tried to write a, a story of Peter so that people begin to see that Peter is a next level leader. He gets thrown in jail. He's going to be executed the next day. He's treated horribly, but he's still a next level leader. Mm-hmm. But he has to learn how to function at this level even in, and we'll, and we talk about that later, even in seasons of limitation. Oh, let's talk about that now. I think, I think Bishop, I think one of the biggest challenges and struggles, even as a leader personally, is so many times I have this idealistic thought that I'm going to get to this point in my leadership and leading my church and pastoring, you know, and leading my team where everything's perfect. Everything is placed. There's no obstacles, limitations, you know, that's part of the process. How do we get to the next level? How do we stay at the next level, right? That's the key, right? And by the way, I want to give a shout out to everybody who's connected. I'm seeing people connecting and participating in the chat. I see Jacqueline, I see Sandy, uh, I see C. Horton, I see Patricia, thank you guys. And I see people, I see Daniel on Facebook, uh, Austin, Diana, uh, Bishop. We got a lot of people connected right now. Yeah, that's one. Talk to me about the limitations. How do we handle that to to stay at the next level? Okay, so, you know, I like the journey of the caterpillar who eventually becomes a butterfly because the caterpillar doesn't transform. He doesn't, he doesn't experience what we call metamorphosis. So for us scientists, metamorphosis, a change of state. Um, He doesn't experience that until he's in a cocoon while he's running around free. He's still a caterpillar. When he gets into a locked in limited place, Mm. he changes from a caterpillar to a butterfly. That's good. He goes from crawling to flying because of a place of limitation. I like that. That'll I like that. So he 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 and so for us, our journey, Virgil, you lead a great church without you telling me. I promise you that every time that church faces some type of limitation, you end up growing as a result. 100% numerically, financially, and most importantly, spiritually. Yes. You grow as a result. You're you're a great father and a great husband, but I promise you every time that there's some limitation that as a family, you grow, you get a little better. You, uh-huh. you, you know, you move on. And I've often said limitations either make you or break you, but I, but it's the will of God for them to make us. And that's exactly what happens. So once I recognize that limitations are not necessarily satanic <laughs> that limitations <laughs> that limitations are not a 
oh my God, what am I going to do? But it's a natural part of my process in becoming the flying butterfly instead of the crawling caterpillar. Come on. Then I can embrace limitations and know him in limitations and get a visitation while I'm in my limitation. Wow. Drop the mic. Somebody put a mic emoji, please, in the (laughs) chat right now. (laughs) Can I say this, Bishop? So you said something that caught my attention right now. Thank you, Patricia, for putting that mic up there. Thank you. I see the, the emojis. Um, you're saying you're saying that it could quite possibly be that it's not the devil putting certain limitations sometimes. It's not even my fault sometimes. Sometimes God might even allow or send them in our yes. direction. This is part yes. of the next level. Yes. T- a couple of reasons that sometimes they're sent. As a, as a kid growing up, you know, we, we were in a country, so we had cows and 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 we had a bull too and he was mean and and he was and he was it was fenced in and so there's two ways of looking at that dad did you put up a fence so that i couldn't go enjoy life no son i put up a fence so that the bull would not end your life wow so sometimes I'm fenced in yeah. because God's protecting me from what I'm not ready for. Come on. Yet. So, so limitations can be a protection for us. And here's the beauty of the way God does it. Just like the cocoon with the caterpillar, it's a protection and a growth place all at the same time. Nice. It protects from all of the stuff that's going on outside. Can't get smushed under anything or frozen or 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 scorched because you're in the cocoon. But while you're in there and protected in that place of limitation, you're growing and becoming something you could have never been without that moment of limitation. I love that. I love Never that. Been. So limitation for Peter. So so a limitation, we call it being on lockdown. You know, so you could so Peter's on lockdown and and it looks like execution is the next step. But God has mm-hmm. other God has other other plans for him. And those other plans are he's going to bring him out. And when he brings him out, things are going to open for him that wouldn't open before. He couldn't even open them, but they're going to open by themselves. Once he gets out. And that's what I look forward to while I'm in limitation. I'm saying, you know, when I get out of this, there's some doors have been shut in my face are going to open up because now I'm I'm ready for them now. So good. Hey, Bishop, we got people making comments left and right here. Kira's making comments. We got Misty. We got Annette making comments. We got people saying, this is it. This is good. I want the book. Somebody say, I want the book. Good. We're going to tell you how to get it in just a few moments. I think it's appropriate what you're talking about right now, Bishop, about limitations. I think I think that's a word that kind of goes hand in hand with 2020, the year we just came out of. Oh, absolutely. And the season that people are feeling, you know, speak to that because some people I think feel like they are they have been blocked in because of the current circumstances in the world and although there are some real uh difficult aspects to it, could this also be a cocoon of sorts? Absolutely. Yeah, and, and of course, we know the cocoon as much as as we Americans hate to be told, don't go outside. <laughs> don't leave. Don't go downtown. Don't go to the restaurant. I mean, that's like, what is this? This is the, the, the home of the free, the land of the, the land of the free, the home of the brave. What are we yeah. doing here? But 
it was it's for our protection and for the protection of others. So, yeah. Yeah, but it still doesn't feel good, even when you know it's the right thing to do. It still doesn't feel good, and there are so many people who are just totally just blown away, frustrated, freaked out because of these limitations of this past year, where it seems like our whole lives have been shifted, changed, locked down, and we don't have power to fix it nor fight it. And that is a difficult place for humans to be in, to be in that place. And and yet, Churches are growing. Christians are growing. People are coming to faith during this pandemic. Not to say that God sent it, but to say that whatever comes our way, based on Romans 8, 28, if we love him and we're called according to purpose, he can work it for our good. And oh boy, is he working stuff for us right now? He's working it for our good. <laughs> and even when we're in a cocoon where it's real dark and you can't see very well, but he's working it. I, I doubt the caterpillar even knew what he'd become until the cocoon opened up. Come on. That's right. <laughs> and the light came in. Look, Lord, open up the cocoon. Lord, please. <laughs> Ooh, Bring the light so I can see what you're doing <laughs> while I'm in this lockdown position. But but the book, is, I think, will be helpful for folks, even who feel yes. that sense of limitation, because you understand that God makes everything a part of our journey. And that journey is always to be closer to him. And, and, and we'll talk about a little bit later, maybe that our closeness to him that makes us better leaders because people need to follow people who have a walk, not just a talk. 100%. Okay. Okay. So let me, let me take a pause break here. I want to remind everybody who maybe just recently connected. If you're in this live call zoom, if you're on Facebook, hello, by the way, to Claudia, I know Claudia. Hi, Beatrice. Hi, Ken. Ken says, yep. Hardcore. Awesome. I think Ken likes it. Uh, I see people here. I see Annette and Roy Jones Jr. commenting as well. Okay, we are here with Bishop Courtney McBath. We're talking about his new book, the latest avail jewel for us this month, Living at the Next Level Leaders Edition. Uh, Bishop Courtney's been talking about just what this message that God put on his heart many years ago, and now it's kind of been revamped for leaders. Um, I want to, Bishop, you were talking right now, and I'm going to talk to everybody about how you can get this book. Some of you, who are not yet, yet kind of connected in the avail, you know, the avail world, the avail journey, you might be able to get this for free. And those of you who already are, you'll be able to get it at a discounted price. And I highly recommend it. Bishop Courtney. Um, so you were talking about, you know, the frustrations of the limitations that might happen in the process. How does a leader build stamina? Can we put that in the chat? Somebody write in capital letters, stamina with three exclamation points. How do we build stamina kind of endurance for this process and this journey that we're on? Okay, so let's talk a little bit about Peter in the prison. So Peter's in the prison. He is literally chained between two soldiers. He is behind the third wall of the prison. Hmm. They have employed additional guards so that they can have fresh guards every six hours. So there are four guards every six hours. They work in four six-hour shifts rather than three eight-hour shifts. So there are four new guards every six hours. So the first question is, who the heck is he 
that you need this kind of security to shut him down. <laughs> He's a fisherman, for goodness sake. He's a preacher. Why do you need 16 guards, 18 counting the two he's chained between, chains and three walls of a prison to stop a fisherman. Wow. Here's my thought about that. Mm -hmm. Herod knows that he's been with Jesus. Hmm. Herod knows everything they tried to do to keep Jesus in that grave, in that tomb. (laughs) Yet he got up anyway. So Herod figures if this guy's been around Jesus, he's probably got some of that get up ability. <laughs> he's dangerous. He's dangerous. Too. He's a dangerous fellow. <laughs> we need to listen, don't listen, take him seriously. So every leader needs to know that the enemy oftentimes takes you more seriously than you take yourself. Hmm. I get a lot of stamina from the understanding that oftentimes the enemy tries to impose restrictions and limitations on me because he's trying to shut me out. However, once we know that God's journeying with us, there's nothing the enemy, three walls, two chains, and 16 (laughs) soldiers can't stop what God getting ready to do in your life. So I said all that to release hope because one of the things that builds stamina is hope. When you operate in the hope, that God's got plans for me, that it's not all lost, it's not all gone. Hope builds my continual stamina. Don't lose it because hope is the birthplace of stamina. It's where our stamina comes from. But then you take hope and then hope becomes faith because faith is the substance of things that we hope for. So hope becomes a basis, but it grows into an active muscle called faith. And it is the knowledge of the fact that I have a faith that cannot be stopped that produces stamina in my life. But then the next step for stamina is then the exercising of the faith, because stamina in our physical body comes when we exercise. And so when you exercise this faith that's been born out of hope, then there's a stamina that gets built up inside you that says, you know what, Lord, we can do this. I can't, but we can do this. We can remember. And then there's one fourth element of stamina, I believe, Virgil, and that is my, for old school terms, my testimony. It's Uh what I already have watched God do. I've seen him do this before. I've watched him work this out before. Hmm. The combination of hope, faith, and the exercise of that faith with a sense of of a story and a history with God. This is, he's never failed. He ain't about to start something new with you. When I recognize that, I get stamina. From that, you know, for me, stamina is the ability to stay in there, hang in there as a leader, walk this thing through, and I get stamina from that. And and of course, you and I know can't leave this one out. Hanging out with people who have yeah. stamina helps keep you built up with stamina. If you if you want to be tired, just hang out with tired people. It works every time. <laughs> but when you hang out with st- folks that's got a little stamina, stamina is contagious. Yeah, uh, 
Weariness is too, but stamina is contagious. And when you hang with folk, that's it, it moves you in that place. And I'm, what I'm hoping is that as folks walk through this, and one of the changes is that the study guide almost becomes a manual for walking through this journey of friendship with God and living at this next level. And as you journal your way through, you start to do what we oftentimes don't do as intellectual folks, educated folks. We read a lot. We know a lot. We just don't apply a lot. And hopefully the 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 manual and the videos will help you to to apply the things that you're getting as you read through the book. Awesome. You know, right now there's people connected. Alvin says, thank you, Bishop. Great word and revelation. Uh, Patricia says, stamina is contagious. Uh, Reverend Ava says, awesome material. Uh, We also got people on Facebook saying, we need this in our lives. We need to apply this. Stamina is always contagious, Lisa says. Claudia, we need to apply this. Hey, I have, I think I want to ask this for somebody that I, that's out there right now, a leader that's out there right now, Bishop, or somebody's going to watch this or see this even later. But as leaders, sometimes we do fall in a place of just, just hopelessness. Sometimes it's, it's the betrayal of somebody that was on our team or that was, we were expecting more from. Sometimes it's, you know, an unexpected um, circumstance that just negatively impacts our ministry, our church, our own lives. Sometimes it's just the hurtful words that, that maybe reach, reach us uh, about what things that people are saying. You know, how do you push through that? We're talking about the next level. By the way, everybody who's connected right now, we're talking about Bishop Courtney McBath's new book, Living at the Next Level. Leaders edition. I'm going to let you guys know how you can get a hold of this and how you can get more because there's also a companion study guide. There's a masterclass video. We're going to talk about all that in a few moments. But, but Bishop, just to, to that person who maybe is not willing to say, hey, my name is and this is me. I'm hopeless right now. I don't know. I don't know if I'll ever get to the next level. And if I'm there, I don't know how I can stay here. What do I do? You know, here's why friendship with God is so critical. Because Virgil, in my darkest moments of my ministry, when I thought the whole thing was going down the tubes, I had one thing I could hold on to, and that was I knew God was my friend. I knew he loved me. And and one one of my concerns as we train leaders for today, especially in light of what I think leaders are facing and will face in the future, is how will we train them to know that God loves you, to know that he's with you, to hear from his word, to spend time with him. So that what happens for me then as a leader is now I don't base my sense of self-worth on what I do. I base my sense of self-worth on who I'm connected to, on my heavenly father. The fact that he loves me gives me value. So in my dark moments, I lean on the fact that this God of the universe, the God of the galaxies, the one who created everything actually knows me, loves me, cares about me. And he promised no matter how stupid I act, he's not going to leave me. You can't beat it. (laughs) And so, so in knowing that, 
it helps me if I went, because listen, friend, if you're hopeless, I got you because I've been there more times than I want to think about or talk about. And I'm going to be there again when I feel that sense of desperation. Yeah, I'm, I'm not one of these faith guys who says, oh, you know, you're always going to be up. You just keep on speaking the word. No, no. There are times, man, where this thing is really hard. Yeah. And the only way I've made it through is I know he loves me and he's my friend and he won't forsake me. And what I do is I grab hold to that like a lifeline and I hold on to it until change comes. I hold on to what I, here's what I do know. I know he's not going to leave me. He's not going to forsake me. I've had so many people leave me in ministry. But the thing is, I know is that he won't, he won't leave me. So I hold on to that. And so my self-worth is never then established based upon who, how many people follow me, but it's based upon who I'm following. And that's what keeps me in my darkest hour. You know, Virgil, I wonder what Peter was thinking at midnight, sitting between those two soldiers chained down behind Mm. three walls. You know, Mm. we read about Paul and Silas. They sang praises at midnight. Interestingly enough, Peter wasn't singing any praises at midnight. Mm. (laughs) At least it doesn't say he was. So, So, Because leaders go through different seasons. And so, so maybe he wasn't doing anything like that, but it didn't stop that angel from, from showing up, yeah. didn't stop his visitation from, from taking place. And I, I know we'll get more into the process of the, cause we talked about the, there's limitation, uh-huh. there's visitation yeah. and then there's an extradition. There's like taking you out of the place that you've been in and Ooh. into a new place. And that's a cool process. And, We'll, 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 we'll maybe talk about I want to go there next. I want to go there next, but I want to take a pause. I want to just acknowledge Benny wrote here on the chat. I already ordered, I already my, ordered book. my book. I and saw I, that. And I didn't even, I haven't even explained how to get it. So Benny, you're a go-getter. Come on. That book's going to be good for you. I'm going to let everybody know in a few moments how to get this book, <laughs> Living at the Next Level with Bishop Courtney McBath. I'm going to give you some other options of things you can get. Hey, if you're having a good time right now, I want you to write type in the chat. I'm loving it and put your favorite emoji. Okay. Some people like like the, the sunglasses guy. Some people like the thumbs up. Put I'm loving it. I know this ain't McDonald's, but it's okay. I'm loving it. Uh, put your favorite emoji. Okay. I want to I want to see people are loving it. Uh, somebody put here, uh, thank you for keeping Jesus at the center. It's about being, not just doing. I got people on Facebook saying as well. Uh, I love it. I want to get the book. Uh, Bishop, we got people here. Let's talk about what you just mentioned, right? I, I was going to ask you another question, but you, you just gave me a teaser there and I couldn't let it go. Extradition, <laughs> extradition right? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a, I told folks that sometimes you just want to call it my exit, you know, uh-huh. Uh-huh. because the, here's the beauty of limitations. For every limitation, there's a visitation and an exit out of that limitation. Now, now the other news is there'll be other times of limitation. You never get through because I don't, here's what I don't want, Virgil. I'm sure you feel the same way. I don't want to preach stuff that people get to heaven and find out that I was just totally wrong. (laughs) Like that joker told me that once I got through this, I'd never face anything else again. And he lied to me. And, you know, the Lord say, yeah, he did, but he's in heaven too. So you're going to need to get over it because he's up here. So, (laughs) so the truth is that there are, there are seasons of limitation and there are different types of limitation. And Virgil, when I'm free, 
and unlimited in some areas of, of life, I'm limited in other areas of my life. Mm-hmm. And it's okay because that's the way it is. Um, that's the way God designed life. We're never free of all limitations. If that was the case, why go to heaven if we're going to already be free of all limitations while we're here? That's hmm. not going to happen. But here's the, the angel gets Peter out. And, and I'll say as much or as little as you want me to say about this, but let me just, I'll give you the overview. The angel tells Peter, get up. Now, first of all, he just, the angel just shows up through the walls and everything. Bam. And he says, get up. Get up. The country boy in me says, you know what, angel? If I could get up, I'd already be up. The reason I'm here, because I can't get up, because I'm chained. But in limitation, God will then ask you to do something that you cannot do on your own. Mm. And when you respond to him in faith, the chains fall off. When Peter listened to the angel who said, get up, rather than fight the angel, rattling his chains, saying, I can't, he says, okay. And he stands. And when he does, the chains fall off. Hmm. As God brings us out, some of the limitations are removed as we obey in areas where we didn't obey before. And when we operate in faith that we didn't know that we had. And this is what happens to Peter. He, he says, get up. And, and so he gets up and the chains miraculously fall off. And then the angel says, now put your shoes on and put your clothes on. So here's me, kind of lazy, I guess. I'm thinking, look, if you just rode in here through walls, and chains fall off, then can't you just make my clothes just like a clap on, clap off? Can I just clap my sandals on? And they just, but, but here's the beauty of how limitation, visitation, and extradition works. Hmm. The Lord will do for us what only he can do, hmm. but we still have our responsibilities as well. That's right. So Peter could put his own clothes on. That didn't need to be a miracle. So there are some things that as God brings you out of limitation, there's some things he's already told, told you to do. Now he's going to expect you to obey that and to do what he's asked you to do. And as you do that, things start to happen. The most beautiful part of it, Virgil, though, is the walk past the guards. People, oftentimes even preachers, preach this as if the guards are asleep. But anybody out there who's ever worked third shift, you know, you get terminated by sleeping on third shift. Right. You know, and in their day, termination had a different definition. (laughs) Termination was synonymous to execution. Exactly. So they were all very much awake, very much awake. But yet they were powerless to stop him as he walked out. So the guards that kept him locked in when he came into prison, he walks past them going out and now they're powerless because every limitation that God allows has a time stamp on it. It only lasts for so long. And then 
it loses its power and you walk past the same guards who held you captive. Now you walk past them and you're and you walk out and they're powerless to stop you. They're just the guards are just looking at each other. What are you, you going to get him? Are you going to get him? Are you nobody gets it because they've lost their power. I, I had to just put that in there for you. So, all right. So, all right. Bishop, you're just making this too hard. I mean, I, I need to go. We need to tell people how they get this book because yes, let's do that. Because I saw somebody say, "I gotta leave." Can you tell me? Yeah, how to get the book? yeah. And, and you're just making it too hard on us. So I, I need to jump <laughs> because it's so good. Because it's so good. I want to take advantage right now and say for all you who are connected on the Zoom live call, uh, you're going to be seeing a link coming up right here, uh, and all, also on Facebook. I believe our team is going to be putting something there as well on the Facebook. Um, it's all about the Living at the Next Level book, new book by Bishop Courtney McBath. Some of you today are going to be able to get this book for free, and some of you are going to get it at a discounted price. Now, here's the offer. To get this book for free, all you have to do is try the Avail Journal for the free annual subscription. It's one year for free. Uh, it's a subscription that happens kind of on a yearly basis. If you try that, we just want you to try it, by the way, which by the way is an amazing resource. We'll get to that in a moment. If you do that, you're going to get today's book, this month's book, Living at the Next Level by Bishop Courtney Beth for free. Now, if you say, but wait, Pastor Virgil, I already have a subscription to the Avail Journal. I understand. That means that you've already been, you got, you got to the good news before some of us today. You can still get the book at a discounted price. Click on the link in the chat right now. And if you're on Facebook, you should see the link there as well, because you're going to get a great deal on this book. Bishop Courtney's already getting our mouth watering <laughs> over this amazing uh, resource for leaders. Um, you can get this today. By the way, if you're listening or hearing and you don't have a chance to click on a link, if you just remember theartofleadership.com forward slash Macbeth, theartofleadership.com forward slash Macbeth. Now, here's the deal. When you get there, Avail always does this. Hey, listen, I'm happy to be part of a team that has open hands and that has a, a willing heart to help leaders grow in the art of leadership. When you get there, if it's your first time and you want to get into the Avail Journal for a free annual subscription and get this book for free, do it. If you are already an Avail Journal member and you want to get this, this kind of price, do it. But there is a Masterclass Bundle upgrade. And Bishop, I'm going to ask you to talk to us a little bit about that. But the Masterclass bundle upgrade means, you know, I'm going to upgrade this and I'm going to take benefit of the whole package, which includes living at the next level companion study guide. This companion study guide is a way that you can kind of journal along the way, write down some thoughts as you're going through the book. It also includes a 10 part online video masterclass course, which is amazing. I've already gotten to see most of that. And, and Bishop, you did a great job with your team. It's just complimentary resource that helps you walk through living at the next level. Bishop, talk to us a little bit about the 10-part online masterclass. Okay, because it's interesting. Pam uh, Pam asked, uh, she in the question and answer, she had asked, hey, is it worth getting an accountability partner to kind of go through that uh -huh. journaling process? And I think that is an amazing idea. And yeah. if, if both you and the partner got the book and you both step up and get the manual and the and the master class and go through it with someone because here's what happens once you once you level up and you do the study guide and the master class now the process of application becomes simpler for you because I'm there to kind of coach you through the application process and even answer some of your questions uh, through the application process. And that's the reason why I want to encourage you. Now, listen, 
if if that's the best you can do is just get the book and get that for free, then I want you to get it. But if it's possible for you to get the manual and the master classes, then it's worth the investment because that investment then will it what it'll do is it will transform the book from being something you read, a resource you read, to a resource that starts to be active in your life. I can't even imagine, especially as Americans, as Christians, what would we be like if even 50% of all the preaching, teaching we'd ever heard, we were actually applying? Well, we'd be amazing. <laughs> so it's so I so I want to really encourage you to, to get it. And, and I want you to, when you get it, let me know if you like it, because I don't like here's me. I don't want to do stuff that y'all don't like. I want you to <laughs> like the stuff. I want it to help you, bless you. And if it doesn't, then I want to do it differently next time so that I make sure that you're loving it and uh, and enjoying it. That's a good word. Thank you for that, Bishop. But let me just say, you're a pretty likable guy on behalf of myself, yeah. my wife, and all of us who know you. You're, you're a likable, well, lovable. You, sir. You're a blessing. And so Benny just wrote in the chat, guys, I'm already reading the chapter called Your Designer Prison. The first page just paid off priceless. I love it. Thank you, Benny, for sharing your, your thoughts uh, and your heart about it. I see people on Facebook saying, I'm getting the book. I want it. Hey, the link is there. Click on the link. You can also click on it on Facebook. You can click on it on the Zoom chat live here. Thank you, Bishop, for answering uh, that question that had come in from Pamela Johnson as well. Uh, we're live, everybody. This is an Avail live call. Every month, we're on one of these live call webinars with an amazing author and leader like Bishop Courtney McBath. Man, I had a few more questions, Bishop, but you just you just kind of got the rhythm going and, and it was really exciting. Um, here's what I want to do. I want to give people the opportunity. If you have not done so yet, go get the book, upgrade to the masterclass bundle. If you want to take it to the next level, talk about living at the next level. We'll take this opportunity to the next level uh, so that you can uh, maximize on all the possibilities. By the way, the masterclass videos are really, really good and they help you kind of chew on everything that Bishop Courtney has uh, in the book. Uh, it's going to be a great opportunity for you to grow. And if you want to bring somebody along the journey, hey, journal in the companion study guide, it's worth the masterclass bundle upgrade. Um, you know, Bishop, before I mention the Avail Journal, which I know you're, you're aware of and you've been a contributor to it, before I do that, um, last, I guess the last little thing, it just kind of, I've had it, I've had it kind of the question and I don't want to miss out on it. Comfort, right? We all kind of, another thing that I yeah. think sometimes can keep us can keep us in that prison sometimes is, is comfort. I know you talk about that. Can you allude a little bit to, to how we can break through? Cause I think that's something that a lot of leaders fall into, especially leaders who've been doing this for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. There can be a comfort zone. Matter of fact, Virgil, and, and, and let's talk this through because you've got some wisdom on this too. Part of the challenge is a comfort zone kind of becomes a place where I can hang here. I know this well, I'm accustomed to it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> um, and then I think what God does when our hearts are right, he brings us, he comes in and messes with that comfort zone and makes it an uncomfortable zone and puts limitations on us that squeeze us mm -hmm. so that we begin now to cry out to him long for more of him, long for change, long to operate in a level that we haven't operated in before. And that begins to produce a metamorphosis in our lives. I've, I've asked the Lord, Lord, please don't leave me in a place of comfort where I'm not growing and becoming 
who you really want me to be. I think for leaders, we need to be constantly challenged by other leaders. That's one of the reasons why Avail is helpful, because you need to be challenged by leaders. You don't have to copy or clone other leaders, but be challenged by them so that you so that we don't remain comfortable where we are. Is it possible that maybe Peter had gotten a little comfortable in his leadership? And yeah. uh, so God says, we're, we're, we're going to fix that. Um, <laughs> I've got the perfect designer prison just right for you, man. It's made for you. And when we get through, you're not going to keep doing things the way you used to do them. You're going to come out of there different. And uh, isn't it amazing? Peter comes out of prison, walks up to a gate to the city that would normally take a team of horses or camels or something to pull it open. That that thing opened by itself. Hmm. I'm looking forward, Pastor, to the, to the place where some doors that I'd done everything I, I could, you know, uh, somebody said, kick, cried and cussed. I did everything they could to get that <laughs> door to open up and it wouldn't open. But then after going through a season of limitation, I just walk up to it and God says, boom. Because I cl- I kept it closed because you weren't ready for what was on the other side. But now you are. So I'm opening this door. You don't have to kick it, cuss it, or cry. Just stand there and trust me. And I open that door for you. And I'm uh, I'm excited for leaders today that some of them are going to experience some of those moments here in the very near future. Doors that have been shut are going to open for you Amen. because of the seasonal limitation that you're processing through and refusing to stay comfortable where you've been. I love it. I love it. I'm so excited. Uh, Bishop, uh, I just want to give a shout out to Sandy on this call uh, uh, and participating in the chat. Ethel is there as well. Somebody who's asking for the link. The link is there. Thank you again, Benny, for your contributions on Facebook. I see Eric. Eric, thanks for connecting. I see Viviana. I see Ken. Uh, uh, I see Linu or Linu from Dubai. Thanks for connecting all the way from wow. Dubai. What, wow. what a privilege. We are talking to Bishop Courtney McBath today, and it's all about his new book, Living at the Next Level, Living at the Next Level, Leaders Edition. Man, I loved how we kicked it off, Bishop Courtney, talking about the fact that so many people are thinking that they want they have to get there, not realizing that they're already there. The challenge is staying at the next level. If you haven't done so, click on the link in the live chat right now or on the Facebook chat. This has been such an edifying and such a helpful talk. Bishop, you are a pastor, a leader, a father to so many, and you have been for such a long time, and it just oozes out of you. Thank you so much for what you do. Can I just ask you about the Avail Journal? I got one next to me here, the Avail Journal, the most recent edition, the January edition of January of 2021 Avail Journal. If you don't know what the Avail Journal is, it is a leadership journal that has amazing leadership content and articles. Not only does it, not only is it amazing because of the content, it feels amazing. It looks amazing. Look at the colors. It's beautiful. It is. Bishop, talk to us about the Avail Journal. Hey, and now that one that Virgil's holding up, my buddy John Bevere is on the front. That's right. So, so I get to tease John because I'm on the next one. So, what? so you guys will get me on the next one when you get a Veil Journal, and I'm talking about the book inside the in the journal. So you get to see a little bit of me in my habitat here in Norfolk, Virginia, which is which is which is great, which is great fun. I'm not near as good looking a guy as John, but <laughs> uh, but I hold my hold my own. So uh, so you guys, I want you guys to get a veil journal because every month what we'll do is we'll we'll have something that will help you in practical ways in your leadership 
journey. We'll have something many times that'll help you with outreach. My lovely wife, Janine, has an article in the new avail mm-hmm. on outreach and what and and what the real church does to touch lives and minister to people. So all of that stuff is happening in the in the in the next one. So we've got stuff that's going on. <laughs> don't don't do that to me. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. This is the article in the avail journal. Next level living how to train transform frustrations to fulfillment. And we got the avail journal with Bishop McBath on the cover, but here you can see him, you know, in his swag. There you go. Pastor swag. (laughs) Uh, Anyway. (laughs) So, so you guys want to get the journal, you know, our publisher is amazing. Um, just, you know, because Avail is my publisher for this book. So I think it's pretty amazing to say, Hey, you want to get the book for free? Here's how you can get the book for free. You can get our magazine for free get and get the book for free. So normally you're thinking the publisher is going to say, buy my, buy a one-year subscription for the magazine and I'll give you the book for free. But no, not our folks. They're generous. They say, no, right. take a free one-year subscription and get the book. That doesn't even sound right coming out of my mouth. I know. And get the book for free and get the magazine for free for a year or two. So you, you'll get blessed great leaders in there that you're going to hear from and you're going to hear from leaders that you've never heard of guys. Some of you guys, you've never heard of me before, but there are leaders that you've never heard of that can really bless your life and really help you in your journey. Men and women, great women of God too, who, who are doing great things globally and it's, it'll help you. And you'll be able to see what you too can do in your process. So please make sure that you take us up on this opportunity to get the avail journal. You will not listen. If you get avail for a year for free, you'll be chomping at the bit to get it the next year and pay for it. And it's not, it's not even expensive when you do pay for it because we want to get it in your hands and we never want money to be the thing. Here's how, here's how we operate. We never want money to be the thing that keeps you from getting right. the resources that you need. And I think, you know, uh, we we all kind of get that from Dr. Chan. You know, he's he's taught us for all these years that what you want to do is make things available to folks where they can get blessed and do it in a way so that everybody can can participate and be a part of that. Such a guy. I couldn't have said it any better myself. So everybody, there's so much that we want to offer you as part of Avail Leadership. By the way, next month, we're having another one of these live call webinars with Pastor Maury Davis. Uh, the title and the topic is Lessons I Learned the Hard Way. Believe me, you're not going to want to miss that one. That one's February 23rd, 1 p.m. And like Bishop Courtney just mentioned, if you want to get this book for free and you're not, you're not yet, you're not yet uh, subscribe to the Avail Journal. You can get the one-year subscription, which means four beautiful Avail Journals this year. Get this book for free. If you're already part of that, if you're part of the Avail family already, you can get this book at a discounted price. Plus, you can upgrade to the Masterclass Bundle, which includes the study guide and includes the 10-part Masterclass video and more connection with this awesome leader who is Bishop Courtney McBath. Hey, Bishop, uh, last thing I want to mention um, um I don't know if you want to tie it in into your final words, but a gentleman here uh, put a question in the Q&A that says, do you think that being in my late 60s is too old to be pursuing God for his work? What would you say to that? Listen, I'm 61 years old, so I'm in my early 60s. Um, and 
I'm more excited about pursuing God's purpose for my life than I have ever been. I started serving Jesus when I was eight. Now I'm 61. I am more excited today about the purpose of God than I have been the whole 53 years. And so I want to say to this brother, to other sisters and brothers who might be with us today, Age ain't nothing but a number with God. That's all it is. Ain't nothing but a number. You think you look at great ones in in the history of our faith and all the way back through the patriarchs. And some of the greatest moves of God happened through women and men who were 80, 90, 100 years old. And so I really want to encourage you as you get the book, I want you to read it with a sense of newness and youthfulness, with a heart open to what God wants to do, because this is friendship with God. So the cool thing, Pastor, is that I'm 61, but I'm in friendship with the God of eternity. He's not trapped by time. He's released fully in eternity. And so I'm hanging with him (laughs) and I'm not going to be trapped by time either. I'm going to do what he wants me to do for as long as he wants me to do it with the best I got. And so brothers and sisters, don't you let age be an issue for you. You can't be too young. You can't be too old, male, female, no matter what your background, your ethnicity is, what country you're from. God is crazy about you and he wants to do something awesome through your life. So let's let's watch him do it. Let's live at the next level. Watch <laughs> I love it. You're getting me excited, Bishop. Not, I want to do another and I want to do another live call with you like right after this. I'll write something. I'll get a book going real we'll quick. Say, and so we can do it. <laughs> we'll save that for a later date. Hey, everybody, we just want to say we've been so blessed to have you. If you haven't done so, check out the link in the chat in the Facebook chat as well. Click that link, get this book. Come on, get it. You need it. You want it. It's going to be a blessing for your life. And if you dare upgrade to the masterclass bundle where you get the 10 part video masterclass, you get the uh, companion study guide and more resources that are going to help you on this journey of getting to the next level. If you've enjoyed this so far, we're about to close off. If you've enjoyed this, I want you to just put there, I've been blessed. Put, I've been blessed. Put it in the chat. You can put, you know, a high five. I don't Put something. I've been blessed. Uh, Bishop, can I just say this, Bishop? Thank you for being you. Uh, on behalf of the whole Avail leadership team, we admire you. We're blessed by you. And today, I just want I want to honor you, uh, along with all the people who are connected here and who will connect to this in the future. We honor you for your leadership. We honor you for your obedience to God. Uh, somebody who's been leading as long as you've been leading and as well as you've been leading. We know you've been, as Dr. Sam Chan would say, you've been through some leadership pain. Uh, you've been in your cocoons of limitations. Everything you're writing about comes out of the life you've lived. And we honor you. We bless you. We thank you for that. Uh, you are such an encouragement such an inspiration to those who know you, but even to those who are just getting to know you. So we love you, Bishop. Thank you for, for doing this. Well, I appreciate that, Virgil. You know, I've got a, I got a great wife that I've had for almost 40 years. Come on. And uh, so she's been holding me down and praying for me every day for the last nearly 40 years. And that's been a huge blessing. Great kids, you know, that, uh, that love me and, uh, and all seven of my kids, you know, and then grandkids too, and a, and an amazing church family and leadership team, and uh, that's been a blessing. So, you know, I'm 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 only I'm only where I am because there's so many other great people that are around me helping me all the time, and so I'm thankful for the privilege and for the honor 
shout out to my uh, my spiritual dad, Bishop Thompson, to my pastor, Bishop Hilton, and uh, who I love very, very much. And uh, I, I'm grateful for my pastors and my my, my spiritual father that have helped me all these years. And, uh, and and I want to encourage brothers and sisters to make good relationships and hold on to them and keep them. Uh, life is going to end up being defined by the relationships that you have. So hold on to them and, and be good to people who are good to you. So good. I also want to thank your spiritual fathers because they've been a blessing, but I thank you because you're a spiritual father. And give Lady Macbeth a big hug on behalf of all of us on the Avail team. Hey, everybody, we hope you've been blessed by this Avail live call webinar. Uh, To everybody who's been joining on this journey with us in the chat, thank you for participating with us. It always makes a difference when we see that you're there. For those of you on Facebook, thank you for connecting. For those of you who maybe listen to this later on a podcast or YouTube, thank you so much for investing time. Remember, here at Avail Leadership, our heart is to help you in the art of leadership. Be blessed, be encouraged, and remember, with Jesus at your side, all things are possible. We love you. We'll catch you next time here at the Avail Leadership Team. God bless you. Thank you for joining us on this podcast with Courtney McBath about his new book, Living at the Next Level. For all of the special offers on Courtney's book and more resources, go to theartofleadership.com forward slash McBath. Also, if you haven't done so yet, you can get a free annual subscription of the Avail Journal by going to availjournal.com. We hope this conversation encouraged and motivated you to live at the next level. As always, thank you for connecting with us to learn the art of leadership here at the Avail Leadership Podcast.